Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome back to the podcast, our uh, Bible Reading Plan podcast for the week. It is Friday. We made it through the week, Sue. Yeah. (laughs) And hopefully you listeners are like, yay, it's Friday. The weekend is is upon us here. Right. Um, But yeah, um, we we love Fridays because we we know we have Saturday and Sunday coming. Um, We are going to be looking at the at the book of Luke today in, in a few moments, but I, but I have another weird question for Sue. Okay. <laughs> so no, this is, uh, this is fine. Okay? Oh, okay. I think it'll be fine. So the furthest you've ever been away from Michigan, what, what's the furthest you've ever been away? Uh, probably. Oh, you're right. This isn't too hard to right. answer. It's probably the Netherlands, um, Amsterdam. And, okay. And the whole uh, country of the Netherlands, because our family went there several years ago. Okay. So that would probably be the furthest away. So how, how I mean, how many years ago was that? Were you a mom um, well, already? or? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we went um, probably 10 years, oh, nine, almost 10 oh, years okay. ago for our 40th anniversary. Ah. We took our family. Oh, so your your son and your daughter. And and was there a son-in-law and a daughter-in-law at that time yeah, too? Okay. And then we only had two grandchildren. Okay. And so we they did, went also? They all went. Oh, we, nice. It was our treat to our family nice. every year because it was our 40th anniversary. And Pete was born in the Netherlands That's and right. came here when he was seven years old. Okay. And he had never been back. So we wanted to see um, all the things where he was. Yeah. And we had a relationship with some cousins of his. And so they took us on tour and we got to see where Pete was born, mm. where he lived, where he went to school, the church, How fun. and many other things. Right. So I would say that was pretty far yeah. away. Uh, that was a pretty long flight, but yeah. it was fun. How and, cool to see part of his story. Right. You know? And we did other things. One sure. of the things we did do was we toured um, Corey Tin Booms. Yeah. You know, the story. The hiding place. Yeah. The hiding place. We toured there. And our grandchildren were um, probably, let's see, I'm thinking about nine and almost 12. And they got to, you've heard about the hiding place. Yeah. And they got to hide in the hiding oh, place. Oh, how cool. And it's a memory I don't think we'll ever right. forget. Wow. Now, there wasn't any more grandchildren at that time. So that's why we went when we did. Correct, correct. Because you don't really want to take a trip with a toddler no, or anything no, like that. But it was an all. awesome trip for us. Oh, cool. So I guess that's my furthest yeah, away. That's and that's cool. pretty far away. Cool. And that was always something I always wanted to do. Sure. We always wanted to go to the Netherlands. Yeah. So well, how about you? How far have you been away? Um, a couple of years ago, probably 12 years ago, Lori and I, through school, had an opportunity to go to the Philippines because we have a sister school in the Philippines. And so we helped chaperone a group of middle schoolers. Oh, yeah. To the, so that's the farthest we've been away. Oh, that's the school probably that Tim and Kristen are sending their children uh, to? Nope, a different school. Oh, a different, different school? Different school. Oh, yep, okay. Yep. But uh, yeah, that's the farthest. Yeah, the, well, tra- the travel far. the travel's brutal. Yeah, I'd love to get there, but uh, I think yeah. it might be worse to get there than uh, for sure. to get to the Netherlands because sure. <laughs> we got on a plane in Detroit and ended up in um, Amsterdam. <laughs> sure, I know, crazy, crazy. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, here we are. Um, let's dive into Luke thirteen, uh, verses ten through seventeen. Uh, we have a crippled woman here, 
and who Jesus is going to heal. And oh my goodness, he does it on the Sabbath. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. So here we go. I'll read verses 10 through 17. On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues, and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. And then he put his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and praised God. Indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, oh my goodness, the synagogue leader said to the people, There are six days for work, so come and be healed on those days, not on the Sabbath. The Lord answered him, You hypocrites! Doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie your ox or donkey from the stall and lead it out to give it water? Then should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has kept bound for 18 long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her? And when he said this, all his opponents were humiliated. But the people were delighted with all the wonderful things he was doing. All right, Sue, what you got? <laughs> um, the thing that I really thought was interesting was that um, when Jesus saw her, he called her up to him, which was, um, where was that verse now? I'm looking. Verse 12. 12. Yeah, verse 12, where he said, come, come forward. And then he said, you are set free from your infirmity, because she probably was in a big crowd, and he sought her out. Mm-hmm. And to me, that means that's kind of an example of what God does for us each day. And that's he sees of, us. He sees us and calls to us to turn to him. Mm. And I thought that was very significant. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, it took. I read this a couple of times before that came to sure. me. How right. awesome to think that me. Um, so unimportant and wonder if I can do this or that and everything. Yet God called to her, so he probably calls us each day yeah. to the same thing. But that, but that's true. I just kind of read it over again while you were talking, and it doesn't look like she made any attempt to go to him, right? right? He made the first attempt, and he called her forward because says she, he saw her. I mean, there's other times in the Bible where people are calling out, Jesus, right. come and heal me, help me. But, but there's no evidence of that here. Mm -hmm. um, he just noticed her. And that goes along with what, what you said, how he calls us, because we can't save ourselves. Right. right? He's the one that reaches out to us through his Holy Spirit and, and does the saving. Um, yeah, that's cool. I had not noticed that before. And plus, he was doing. If we go back to Wednesday in Isaiah fifty-eight, where it talked about, you know, um, you need to satisfy the needs of the oppressed. Well, that's what he's doing right. here, right? And he noticed. He noticed example. something. Yeah. Right. She was being oppressed by this spirit, right? right? And then he did something about it. He did something about and it, and that he recognized the spirit in the whole crowd. Right. That exactly. to me is pretty unbelievable. Really, I yeah. really couldn't believe it when I started thinking right. about it. Right. And oh my, Sue, I mean, these Pharisees or these people, I'm like, <laughs> I know, I'm like, I can't believe they said there are six days for work. So come and be healed on those days, not the Sabbath day. Isn't that? <laughs> oh, 
But we got to be careful because we might have done that ourselves. I know. At, I know. I, we can, we can I, be that in the way. the kind of family that I grew up in, yeah. I'm not saying my parents were that way, but there were other people that were that way. Yeah. I remember um, we lived in Grand Rapids and my mother was from Muskegon. And sometime on Sunday, we would get in the car and drive to visit her dad and stepmother. And her dad asked how we dared drive there on Sunday. Oh, yeah. You know, little things like so that. Years ago, there were a lot of those oh, rules exactly. associated with Sunday, yeah. right, that we felt we had to follow. Right. Looking back on that now, we're like, wow, that wasn't a glimpse of heaven at all. <laughs> I know it was. You know? It, it, it was it was pretty, well, but we have to be careful that we don't get that way in, in looking at customs and things correct we have to really check ourselves right. to be sure that because it's easy to point fingers at everybody else right what about how we think right and pointing fingers that also goes <laughs> back to wednesday i think right we're, we're yeah. yeah through isaiah we say stop pointing fingers yeah right but again this passage to me just shows that old covenant versus new covenant again you know those right. pharisees and those those synagogue leaders were just stuck in that old covenant of rules and fear. And Jesus is like, nope, there's this new covenant of love, right? There's this new covenant of, of grace. And, and he just bucks the system and shows what, what life and, and, and living for God should be like, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm, again, it's just a story and I don't always glean a lot out of stories, but um, before we kind of wrap up for the week, was there anything else you had in here before we start looking at, uh, like possible themes for the week. Another thing I thought was interesting was when Jesus told her she was healed, she just straightened up, even though her body had been that way for 18 years. Oh, yeah. Would you have done that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I would have. I know that when my back hurts, I don't straighten up very quickly. Okay. I know it. I know it. I know it. Huh. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And I thought, well, she must, she had faith in the words he said then. True. True, because she straightened she right him. up. Yeah, there's that. It was like pretty significant to me. That right. She would just, all of a sudden, if somebody came to me and said, do, like, if you couldn't walk and you could walk better, I'm not sure I yeah. would believe them. Right. So that, I think, leads into kind of like, as you mentioned, a certain word there. Um, looking back over these five passages, you know, that we've read this week, Sue, uh, like a common theme that you noticed that maybe is sticking out in all these passages? Well, trust. Yeah, that was the word I thought. That is yeah. what I would give the word trust. I didn't have that written down. Uh, trust was, I think, the common theme through every story that we had, probably mm -hmm. through many stories. Right, right. So um, you see the trust. Yeah. Trusting in that. I know one of one of the one of the I forget which day it was. Was it Tuesday? Maybe you know, trusting in that refuge, that Ro yes, you know, that right. rock of refuge, that. Right. Did I say that right? The Rock of Refuge? Rock, yeah, yeah, Rock of Refuge. Yeah, yeah that we talked just, about. Just trust. Uh, and another thing is that God wants a relationship with us. Mm -hmm. So that would be two themes right. that I thought about. Yeah. I, I wrote down like experiencing the kingdom for ourselves, but also helping other people experience the kingdom as well. Because, mm -hmm. like, and I think it was Tuesday, um, or again, where yeah, where where the psalmist talked about God being the refuge and, and being the hope and being the confidence, and that's that's experiencing the kingdom ourselves, like when we're going through right. a tough time. Right. Right. Just remind ourselves, 
we have a refuge, we have hope, we have confidence, okay? But then also I, I noticed um, in the passages, helping others, sorry about that, people, on the <laughs> podcast, I thought I had silenced my phone, but I'm going to put it on the floor now. <laughs> um, but helping other people experience it too. Like, you know, Monday talked about building uh-huh. and planting in the lives of people that we come in contact with. Uh, on Wednesday, you know, um, talked about, you know, pleading the cause of the hungry and, and the oppressed and doing something about it. And and then today's passage, you know, Jesus did something. He saw something that was wrong and he made it right. You know, so helping other people experience the kingdom of God, too, were some of the themes I noticed as right. well. So. And those are some of the themes that we have been hearing about in our services, too. Correct. Um, Correct. But reaching out in particular, I think there we're really trying to get all of us to be more aware of reaching out. Exactly. And I think that's one of the awesome parts of this. It's not just us. We have to reach out. Exactly. Exactly. The outreach and the inreach and then the outreach. Exactly. Well, why don't, let's close our week with a word of prayer here. Okay. okay. Lord, we just thank you for um, these five days and these five uh, scripture passages that you uh, put in front of Sue and myself. And Lord, as we um, pondered these verses and as our listeners pondered and, and read these verses this week, Lord, we just thank you um, for your word. Um, thank you, Lord, that, that you are a God that we can trust. You are a refuge uh, during storms. You are uh, our hope and our confidence right now and into the future. And um, Lord, thank you for reminding us of that this week. And Lord, thank you too that that uh, you've challenged us to, to bring the kingdom and to bring that trust and hope and confidence to others as well. And so as we notice, Lord, in our family and in our workplace and in uh, out with the people we come in contact with, come in contact with, if we notice anything, Lord, um, that's just not right and, and and not of you, may we take steps to make those things right. And may we be able to speak your word and to pray uh, with people. And Lord, we just um, thank you for the scriptures this week and thank you for speaking to us through them. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.